So Leah here providing you with the Recharge Club intro today. It's normally Neve, but she's enjoying herself in centre parks right now. So can we all wish Neve a happy, relaxing time? Because she deserves it so much because yeah, she literally put in so much effort into her uni and she deserves a break. But I was just coming on here to introduce the episode with Amy. It's a really, really heartwarming one. Amy really opens up to us and I feel like this is one one to listen to. You'll definitely enjoy this one. Very heartwarming. Um, I did also want to say when we were recording this, my microphone was broken. So I just used the general microphone that was built into my Mac. And um, I'm very loud and annoying. And I didn't realise how much I talk over people. <laughs> so I've just been editing this back the last two days and absolutely hate myself. Um, so I feel like we recorded like two or three episodes with my microphone on my Mac and I feel like the other two were probably already up so hopefully this is the last one where I'm loud and annoying. Um, we've got one more guest episode with Lucy Finnegan and Neve's actually a bit loud in that one but then apart from that me and Neve are going to start recording together so hopefully the audio should be pretty smooth without. Um, this just shows the normality of recording at home and working from home because uh, we literally just do this over zoom so obviously the connection can be quite bad sometimes and the microphone input we just didn't check it over um to be honest we normally do but when we've got a guest on it's normally like a little bit like we don't want to be late and um kicking myself now that we didn't check it over because i am very loud and annoying especially towards the end so sorry if you have to turn it down every time i talk but um, yeah, I just wanted to come on here to disclaim that um, and just to say enjoy the episode because I feel like this is, like I said, one of the best ones we've put out there. So enjoy. Bye. Love you. Hello and welcome back to the Recharge Club. Today we are so lucky to be joined by Amy. Hello. <laughs> Did you want to say a bit about yourself before we like dive in to all the topics that we're going to talk about in today's episode? Juicy stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I guess a bit about myself. I'm all about health, fitness, wellness. Um, you might know me on Instagram as Amy Eats or Amy Fit. Um, and I'm basically here to kind of just share a little bit about me, my journey, um, and a little bit of advice, hopefully, to some of the guys listening. You're definitely like the like typical like recharge collect guests that we love to have on our podcast like so inspirational mm, yeah. into like health and wellness like you really really suit this podcast Inspiring. and like yeah yeah I feel like your story and your like journey is going to help so many girls um mm. we recently did a podcast episode with Millie Millie G and it helped so many girls and I feel like this will be kind of similar but obviously it'll be more of your own journey and I feel like mm. this will help so many girls <laughs> Well, if I can help at least one girl, that's good enough for me. Um, when I first started, like my Instagram, I wasn't expecting to grow as much as I have. So it really is a blessing to have a platform to be able to educate, inspire and empower girls and women. Um, I really am grateful to be able to do it. And I think that's why you've grown so much as well. I think people can genuinely see authenticity and transparency and people who actually have good intentions behind what they're doing and yeah. for me that definitely shows with both of your Instagrams because you've got two 
yeah so basically what advice would you give to anyone who's suffering with bad mental health now or an eating disorder at the minute so number one piece of advice would be to just hang on in there you know no matter how tough things get have trust that you will get through it um and I completely understand it's easier said than done and there's been so many times where I just didn't want to continue or fight anymore because my I felt that my mind was just taking over but you've got to kind of look at the bigger picture and I'm a massive believer that where there's pain there's a lesson the universe is trying to teach you um and most of the time you wouldn't have learned that lesson if it weren't to happen and that journey may be rocky but the other side is just so much better than you could ever believe so yeah really reassure yourself that you've got this and to just never give up really wow that was they were really powerful words like I love the way you put everything especially to do with like the universe and stuff Mm -hmm. like that I've never heard anything like that like that was really nice to listen to um obviously like you have the stories that Neve was just on about that are amazing and um it helps people that are going through the same sort of journey are there any other accounts that you kind of look up to on Instagram or any other social medias that helped you or you think are really inspiring to young girls um Natasha Ocean yeah so I've always been kind of academic I love my science um, and it links in really well to my knowledge on nutrition um, how the body works biology psychology which very nicely has taught me more about eating disorders and wellness and nutrition um, so she's always been a massive inspiration to me and she's very scientifically based so she'll give evidence it's not just um subjective information that you'll find in like um fitness and diet culture nowadays like you're exposed to so much misinformation in the media at the moment so I think something that's very important to me is you know the facts um the truth and being able to educate people about the truth too that's really interesting how you brought science into that as well. I think you have followed her earlier. Oh, okay. Like she does YouTube videos as well, doesn't she? Yeah, she used mm-hmm. to be a Gymshark. Yeah, that's oh. how I knew her through like Gymshark. And I've followed her for absolute years. Wow. I know what you mean about like the truth behind things and not following diet culture. Because that's what I've been doing recently is like my own research. And reading around books mm-hmm. and things and looking through like accounts oh. that are actual they, they know what they're talking about like they've got some sort of certification yeah. or they're learning in nutrition and that's what I wanted to ask you actually because yeah. I know that you've you're doing personal training is that right and you're obviously practicing in yoga and nutrition but you've mm-hmm. also just said that you're starting an eating disorder course and I was wondering if you could talk a bit about that and why you decided to do that and how that will help other women and just a bit more about that really. Yeah so ever since I was a little girl I've always had a passion for helping people I find it really rewarding and healing 
to be able to offer advice or help to someone, whether that be in like exercise or just like advice about mental health um, or even like giving people recipes um, and then trying it out. I find it really rewarding to see them try it or for them to come back to me and say, oh, actually, I really love this. I obviously know that you're really keen to inspire women and obviously that is what you're doing through Instagram but kind of just Mm -hmm. touching on how this course will also help women as well. Yeah so I think it's very important to educate people about health, nutrition um, and about how to look after their bodies because it's so important you know your body and your mind are the two things you carry with you throughout your entire lifetime um so I really want to show people how to look after it properly and how to have a good relationship with yourself um and to be a part of a positive movement for women I don't I don't know whether it's different for younger girls nowadays, but when I was younger, there was no such thing as like a body positivity movement or even acceptance, neutrality, whatever label you'd like to put on it. And I feel that becoming a part of it and spreading the message is the only way to tackle it. Um, So yeah, that's, I guess the reason why I want to be part of the industry, whether it's personal training, nutrition, yoga, um, I think it's really important to make people aware that there's different ways to look after your body. Yeah, I completely agree. It's good to normalise having body positive accounts rather than constantly striving for a certain aesthetic or a certain look which was once sort of the norm in models or magazines or tumblr yeah yeah whenever I think of that certain look I always think back to like Victoria's Secret Angels and stuff like that um so it's nice to see newer accounts promoting different things coming in now and like courses and stuff like that yeah definitely and I'm guilty of yeah um looking at hashtag thinspo I remember scrolling through tumblr and instagram and even pinterest for images of smaller women um and it was just so toxic because I wanted to be something that I wasn't and I will never be and I was so committed to trying to meet that image that I was affecting my own health. You know, I thought what I was doing was the fit and healthy thing to do because it's very misleading on Instagram um, as to what's right and what's wrong. But something that kind of stuck to me that a friend said to me when I reached out to her during my eating disorder was she kind of broke it down and said, look, like you want to be healthy. You want to be fit. You want to be the best version of yourself. But what you don't realize is that not eating is actually not healthy. And that has stuck with me ever since my recovery. And 
it really did change my perspective on everything. Yes, food is fuel at the end of the day. And I love how that has been promoted over social media a lot more recently. But um, we mentioned this in our podcast with Millie at the, um, last time as well. But we were saying, have you know, I don't know if you have TikTok. Do you have TikTok? Yeah. Um, have you seen like the recent TikTok tre- trend throughout lockdown where it's been promoting really small diets and things like that? Because I know like younger people in my life have been really influenced by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like TikTok's kind of the new Tumblr because I can relate to you and say that I mm-hmm. looked on Tumblr and I wanted to be like the Tumblr perspective yeah. of beauty. But I feel like TikTok has now become the new Tumblr in that sense yeah. for younger oh, girls. And um, I can see it all over TikTok. And the scary thing is I've got a little sister and I will show her a video which promotes to- toxic fitness culture. For example, if a girl's showing her what she eats in a day, it's quite a small amount, um, my sister will think, oh, that's what's normal. These big social media companies need to put in place filtering um, for these girls because otherwise you're just exposed to everything. And at the same time, um, I've really become aware of this as an influencer or a person with a great following, you need to be responsible of what you're putting out there because people are going to listen to what you're saying. And that's why I'm so careful as to what I put out on social media because I don't want people to take it the wrong way or I don't want people to do anything that could potentially be harmful for them as well. I completely agree. I feel like TikTok and platforms like that do need to do a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they need to put, yeah, just a different side of the story to it. They need an age limit. I think there's a petition going around and they have yeah. to show ID now to get Instagram and TikTok right. and things. Yeah, I, I think it's like really good. going to go down. Mm, yeah, yeah sure. Very important. But even so, like mental health can affect anyone at any age. So. Yeah. oh yeah I'm still affected now like if I see like a beautiful like model on TikTok Instagram that will still affect me to this day like occasionally like a lot like I'm a lot better than I used to be but if I'm having a down day and I see that will definitely affect me at this age yeah Yeah, definitely it's human nature to compare yourself yeah Um, I think the only way to kind of tackle it is to be educated about it and also be mindful like if you see something on social media and you realize it brings you negative emotions remove it from your feed and it's literally as simple as that and so what do you do in terms of mindfulness and like the inner work and just giving yourself a real like a good mental hygiene Hmm. um so there are a number of different practices I integrate into my every single day. Um, I'm very massive on my yoga practice, my meditation. I feel that in the past year, especially, I have realized it has completely transformed my life. Um, just my outlook and my reaction to things has completely changed for the better um so for example I've been a lot more forgiving 
not only to other people, but myself. So all the pain that I caused myself, you know, how I mistreated myself during my eating disorder, I've learned to forgive myself and take it as a turning point and a point of growth. Um, I've realized that it's taught me so much. Um, but yeah, other than that, I make sure I do a meditation every single day just to clear my mind. I think no matter who you are, you can benefit from stillness and just taking a moment to put the whole world on pause and just draw the attention inwards and really notice how your mind and body is feeling because it's so common, especially with the rapid pace that life is becoming to completely forget about just breathing even um, the things that are keeping us alive. And, you know, I think it's really important to take a break and listen to your body because it will tell you what it needs. Thank you for bringing up meditating because yeah. um, I mean nearly all of our guests have brought up meditating when we spoke <laughs> to them and it's something that me and me feel really strongly about because I feel yeah. like it's so transforming like we're really trying to promote everyone to take like a step out a 10 minutes a day to meditate or journal and like yeah. get it all out because like you said even small things like well it's not a small thing it's a huge huge thing like appreciating yeah. that we're breathing and yeah. like our body and how our body feels you don't even have to do the sit down, close your eyes, meditation, you know, meditation can come in so many forms, whether it be going for a walk and just being mindful of what's around you, you know, immersing yourself in nature. Journaling is a massive one to just dump your brain onto a piece of paper and realize what's going on. Um, and of course, yoga is a massive part of my life too. Um, I actually teach yoga and I just can't express enough how beneficial it is for the body in so many ways, you know. There was this book I read um, on yoga and um, how it heals the body. And it says that each yoga pose is a particular seat of consciousness that stimulates a particular nerve. Um, and the only purpose for that nerve is for healing and self-regulation um, or homeostasis. So it basically just proves that yoga doesn't only mentally heal, but it physically heals the body too. I've got like a to-do list for the year, it's sort of like <laughs> a mood board and yoga is something that I wanted to start this year. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely what's come to favorite, one of yours. What's your favorite pose? Because I change on my pose, but I find a child's pose really not difficult, but like really releasing. Yeah, I don't like it's it's so emotional that sometimes I don't like to be in that position for too long. So I yeah. like the one where you're like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not good with the names of them, but like I'm kind of like hanging down, like loose. And like my arms are dangling down. And like I imagine, like if I meditate, I imagine the feelings of like stress like dripping off my hands and like my shoulders. 
That's beautiful. Is it Ragdoll Pose? Where I you're think that's the one. Yes, I love yeah. that one. That's just so like, if I'm ever really overwhelmed or stressed, I just I just stand there and I just yeah. then like hang my head and just do that. I have a really emotional experience with that pose because whenever I practice it and stay in that pose for too long, um, I say too long, there's no such thing as too long, but um, it was last summer and I just held myself in that pose for as long as I could bear and I just burst into tears and it was as if some emotion that was deep within me had just released and it sounds quite traumatic but it was just so calming um mm. and I can't even explain it it was just like I, I exactly what you mean now. I think I've been through something very similar yeah. and is it true that you hold a lot of emotion in your hips and apparently when yeah. you release your hips that's when sometimes like the crying can come and you don't really know where it's from it's just a release so you store a lot of stress in your shoulders and your hips particularly so restorative poses like child's pose or forward fold um, are really good for releasing that because that physical tension you're feeling comes from a mental emotion and that's where the link between physical and mental um, comes into play. So interesting. I've never heard of each nerve being connected to a certain pose, but I guess it does make quite a bit of sense. I mean, for me recently, I've had to stop doing as much HIIT training and things because I was over-exercising mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get my period back. So I've stopped doing that, but I'm just doing now yoga yeah. and like some bar work, Pilates occasionally it's more just yoga walking and occasional bits of like light resistant works maybe a bit of ankle ankle weighted work yeah. but that's it really but I found a real beauty in it and like you said I think you say it in such calm ways but it's just it's your mind body and soul connected 100%. It's, it's a really 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 nice practice and you guys have definitely persuaded me I mean I wanted to do it anyway it wasn't that I didn't want to do it but um no it's, it's definitely awesome. something <laughs> yeah I like obviously do like stretches and stuff after workouts but I don't do yoga but yeah it's definitely on my like years to-do list so hopefully in the next like month I'll come to one of your classes please do and don't get me wrong like stretching on its own is amazing for the body but yoga is taking stretching that tiny bit further connecting it to the breath connecting it to your mind and that's where you find the beauty in your body because everything is just synced everything's moving in harmony and that's when I find you feel true happiness I'm a person that gets um very very overwhelmed by little things very quickly so I feel like yoga would really help me just to get it all out like yeah I'm just a very overwhelmed person oh. <laughs> yeah so where do you do your yoga do you do it through zoom or do you do it on youtube or instagram where do you run your yoga classes so at the beginning of lockdown one two and three um i started doing zoom and instagram lives however i've kind of taken on a new challenge recently and um i haven't been as good as um 
being reliable on Instagram for lives. Um, but other than that, I will go and do it and take a class on the beach or very soon I'll be able to start teaching in studios. Um, but doing it on YouTube is a massive in, like aspiration of mine. Um, it's just finding the right place to do it, if you get what I mean. Yeah, no, definitely. But then I do think you could you could just prop something up and do it on the beach. And honestly, I would I would follow your. You routine. can do it. You can do I it. Have, I can't well, wait. I kind of like it when they haven't really fully set it up and they're kind of just doing it real time because yeah. I do mine sometimes in my pajamas. That's what I love about yoga. If I'm honest, <laughs> so do I. And yeah, and it's just so nice. So to know that they've kind of done it and not really put up like a professional space I'd be like yeah I'm doing it with them like I'm not dressed up at all (laughs) yeah I prefer things when they're like live and like raw people think that yoga is all about wearing like lululemon the nicest yoga gear having the nicest mat um but it really isn't it's about simplicity you know as long as you've got you your mind and your body there that's all you need like And it's really important to be able to find that stillness, even in the busiest of places. So, you know, practicing on the beach, I found taught me how to focus within more than anything, because there was so much going on on the outside. Um, And it's easy to get distracted, but then you learn self-discipline and you learn to keep the focus just on your breath just on your body and yeah it's it's art Mm, it's also hard work as well I think people have like this misconception that yoga is easy it's just stretching here and there but if you really get into the flow you can get really quite not breathless but it's 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 hard to do it's really challenging yeah I've actually taken a class um with a predominantly male um following um I did a class at a boxing gym before a couple times and there were quite a few men who came along and thought oh this is going to be easy it's just a bit of stretching and I kid you not they were like out of breath afterwards (laughs) Um, they completely underestimate it don't they they just think it's so easy Okay, as well as your yoga that we've just talked about that we see on Instagram, something I'm so excited to talk about, your food, your nutrition posts are oh. amazing. They're, they're just amazing, and especially your oats. Oh, my oh. God. Literally, <laughs> I like, what's the word? Salivate? Salivate? What's the word? Salivate. Salivate yeah. when I look at your yeah. porridge porridge stuff oh my god oats are the best food ever like I could have oats breakfast lunch and dinner (laughs) yeah me too I have some days before (laughs) yeah what's your like go-to porridge toppings or oat toppings some of your favorites (laughs) um peanut butter is always a must um I'll usually have a piece of fruit so like banana goes really nicely with peanut butter and either like a piece of chocolate because chocolate at breakfast is the best um or or perhaps like a spread of some sort um like jam is really good with peanut butter too and I always gotta sprinkle it off with like chia seeds and coconut oh my gosh I found someone else that loves jam in their porridge 
right? Love it, but no one else ever does. (laughs) It's a game changer. It is. Do you know what I love? I don't know if you're like this one, but I love jam and raisins together in a porridge. Oh, it's like my favourite combination. I've never heard of that one before. Oh, it's so nice. Jam (laughs) is... Right, now this, this takes a bit of a turn. This does sound a bit weird. I always put a bit of cinnamon in my oats, like always, no matter what. Oh, yeah, always cinnamon. That is a good shout. Um, Yeah. There was this bowl of oats I had before. I don't remember whether I posted it on Instagram or not. And I basically had um, salted caramel oats as a base mm. with cinnamon. I caramelized some banana. And then, you know, the little Outpro vanilla dessert pops you can oh, get? Yeah. They're yeah. so good. They t- it tastes just like custard. Wow. And you put it on top. And I tell, I kid you not, it is a dream. Wow. <laughs> Do you oh add God. protein to your oats or do you just leave it like oats with the butter? Um, It depends. It varies day to day whether I kind of fancy mm. that extra flavour or not. Um, But I usually do add like a couple tablespoons of protein as well. Um, Just because being vegan, um, loads of people say that it's hard to get protein. It's not um but adding I can't that wait to talk like about protein. more about veganism <laughs> oh is that coming <laughs> yeah that's coming <laughs> amazing um but yeah I just feel like it gives me an extra bit of goodness so why not one of my favorites is um apple crumble oats so I have a little bit of like apple crumble protein and then Ooh. I like to stew my apples with cinnamon and nutmeg and then I do so I just do the stewed apples with cinnamon and nutmeg on one side and then the other side I do like muesli or granola then I get my bulk powders butterscotch syrup and drizzle it over the top oh my god it tastes like apple crumble like it's weird <laughs> can it's you make so me good. a bowl of that please yes <laughs> yeah yes I will I'd love that I'm obsessed with it it's so good <laughs> and I also love white chocolate powder with it white chocolate and raspberries it tastes do you know what it actually reminds me of so when I I'll get like frozen raspberries white chocolate protein powder a couple of squares of white chocolate and it tastes like a starbucks white chocolate frappe oh my goodness so nice yeah sounds amazing oh my god i just love talking about porridge oats i just love talking about food yes same yeah (laughs) but your food your food on your page is so aesthetically pleasing as well like i'm so excited for the polls like this or that like (laughs) yeah amy's Uh, yeah i very much have a sweet tooth so anything sweet and you have me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess my favourite savoury food would be um, risotto, 100%. It's nice. like a safe porridge if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. true. Yeah. Can you send us all the vegan inspiration? Because I went vegan in June. Yeah, it was June last year. I just, I haven't eaten meat for about five years, four years. And then I just decided to go vegan I didn't really eat dairy before anyway but I was eating cheese here and there and I was having the occasional bit of egg but I just need some vegan inspo you know vegan food recipes everything I mean you've come to the right place um (laughs) not too I I wasn't gonna speak about this but I'm actually in the process of putting together a little bit of a recipe book 
Oh my gosh, um, no way. So yeah, that's the first I've ever mentioned of it to you girls. So oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely something to look out for. <laughs> what recipes have you got in there? What can we look yeah. out for? Um, so there's plenty on breakfast recipes. You know me and my breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> like smoothies, porridges, bagels, toasts, that kind of thing. I do a little bit of a segment on dinner recipes too. So mm. yeah, very exciting. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's actually a question I really wanted to ask. What smoothie, smooth, yeah, smoothie maker blender do you use? Because yours seem to come out really thick. Mine yeah. always, always come out almost like a juice. It's, I use a Nutribullet. Which one do you use? Um, so sometimes I just use my Nutribullet because that's the easiest one to like clean up. Um, and there's kind of a knack to it. So you want to put all your frozen fruit in there and um, milk, and then you want to pulse it. Um, and in between each pulse, you want to just get a spoon and give it a bit of a stir, maybe even a knife and like smash up the frozen fruit okay. um, and just add a little bit of a bit of milk at its time until you get it to the right consistency. But other than that, um, Vitamix is a really good brand of blender too. Mm, I've heard that, but they're so expensive. They are. Like 300, 400 pounds. I'm like, I yeah. can't justify that on a blender. Like, I know. I yeah. <laughs> but if I you have want... you can do it. So. Okay, I'll do that. I'll try that pulsing because that's what I want. I really want the thick ones. Like, I yeah. honestly, I've tried so many times and it just comes out mm-hmm. almost like a juice. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, like, I might as well use a straw. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like spoon it. Mm. Yeah, the secret is to just not put too much liquid in. Mm, mm, okay, that's what I'm going to need to try. <laughs> so, <laughs> from your recipe book, obviously, we have we can't have any spoilers, but what has mm. been, what can we look out for? Like, what is your favourite recipe maybe in there that people okay. should keep their eye out for? So, the most... Um, exciting recipe in my opinion is also the one that took me the longest to develop so all of the recipes I make um, I do from scratch Um, so I do have to try them a few times until I get it just right but I have got I kid you not the nicest Victoria sponge cake recipe in there vegan gluten-free so you know what? Yes, I can't wait for this because my mum's got a really good Victoria sponge from mm. Mary Berry, but it's not yeah. vegan. And we yeah. can't seem to get the chia seeds right. Oh, I'm mm. looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I just felt that Victoria sponge, or most like cakes, to be honest, it's hard to find a vegan and gluten free one that um, doesn't have like a weird texture or whatnot. Um, so yeah I just wanted to be able to provide that (laughs) so that's what everyone can look forward to Mm -hmm. so apart from that what advice would you give to people wanting to transition to a plant-based lifestyle or diet food Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna say two pieces of advice if that's okay um (laughs) the the first one being that 
it's okay to not be perfect, especially starting out. Like you're going to have times where you accidentally slip up and you don't realize there's milk powder in something. And that's absolutely okay. That's part of the learning process. Um, And at the end of the day, the definition of veganism is, you know, preventing cruelty to animals to the best of your ability. It's not about being the most perfect vegan. It's about doing as much as you can because even a little change per week, like having two or three meatless days is gonna have a massive impact um, for the environment um, in the long term. So yeah, um, the first point being, it's okay not to be perfect. Um, And the second point is, Um, just make sure you educate yourself a little bit about vegan nutrition. It's so easy for people to go onto a vegan diet and just go towards all the pre-made like meat alternatives. Um, And yeah, it's really important to make sure you're getting enough of the vitamins and nutrients um, from your vegan diet as you would from a meat eating or a vegetarian diet um but it definitely is doable and if anyone tells you otherwise tell them they're wrong um <laughs> yeah it, it is possible to be vegan and healthy internally I completely agree yeah and there's like such a misconception again about having enough protein and I definitely have not had a protein deficiency since being vegan I don't think mm. I've ever built this much muscle before um, that like it was just crazy like I got I think I got like newbie vegan games or something when I first that's amazing vegan. we love newbie games <laughs> but I just you know like chickpeas and lentils and everything you can get all your protein from there all nuts peanut butter has so much protein bread has so much protein and I was so surprised when I went vegan how much how many things are actually vegan like things like Oreos are vegan and a lot of crisps are vegan like even bacon rushes from they're vegan. I'm so shocked that they're vegan. Yeah, Wagamama's <laughs> has got a whole it's vegan menu. Yeah, I I could literally have so chickpea much. chickpeas for breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner. I think we're so lucky that society is starting to move into a more yeah. plant-based era. I guess um, yeah. we have so many options nowadays, and you can go to a restaurant and you will have a vegan option. Um, which is something that never used to be so I'm very grateful Mm. to be living in this day and age yeah we me and And Neve were saying the other day that we'd love more like just vegan restaurants in our area because we've got restaurants that have like vegan options but although Neve have you seen that there's a new burger place opening and it's got like a whole load of vegan it's not open yet but it's uh, planning to be open it's like a vegan burger place yeah but like we don't we don't have a lot of that like we have restaurants with vegan vegan alternatives but we don't have any like we have a couple of cafes but we don't have many purely vegan wagamamas and adonis yeah we're quite lucky so i live in bournemouth um and it's actually known to be like a vegan hot spot um so i could go into bournemouth and there's always at least five options of places to go and there's at least three just vegan eateries as well so yeah I'm very lucky <laughs> yeah I love that because 
there's been a, I think there's been one or two instances where I have had nothing to eat or I've had to quickly run to mm-hmm. say the co-op or somewhere where my family have been like at a pub and I wasn't able to eat anything or I had to yeah. run and quickly get a sandwich or something mm-hmm. and I guess it's just been prepared but to be honest it, it's only happened twice and yeah. yeah it wasn't the worst thing I think I could have eaten I think there was one dish but I didn't like it so I oh, guess that's just me that's being always busted. a shame like when it's the only <laughs> dish you can have and it's actually not too great <laughs> <laughs> I don't know have you read the book how not to die it's no and it's I all haven't about, it's, heard good things though mm, it's about like a plant-based diet and I think mm-hmm. in there he preaches about how he doesn't like the word veganism or vegetarianism because he thinks it's been tainted by what you can't eat whereas if you approach it with the word plant-based it's based on what you can eat and that whole food diet is about everything you can rather than what you can't and I thought that was so interesting to think I really love so much yeah it really it really stuck with me because I was like yeah you're right like if anyone comes to me and says you know you're not eating this you're not eating that it's like no think about what I am eating I'm eating so much I'm just not eating anything produced by animals I'm not like contributing to any of their cruelty in any way well one of my motivations for becoming vegan um other than the environment and obviously my health is massively the animal agriculture industry and growing up you're not really educated about you know, where meat comes from. And the more I learned about it, the more I realized, actually, I just don't want to be a part of it at all, because it's in my nature to be caring and compassionate to Mm. all beings. And eating meat, I felt, didn't reflect that. Um, But I don't know if you girls know, but veganism is actually a massive part of yoga practice as well oh really yeah one of the eight limbs of yoga um it's called um ahimsa it's the principle of non-harming um and so basically in a nutshell there are some philosophies um of yoga that basically explain how to live a fulfilling life and a lot of it is about showing compassion um you know respect and care for others and veganism ties in beautifully with it so I kind of think of veganism as a part of my daily yoga practice as well that's lovely I love how spiritual yoga actually is I didn't even think about that but yeah. did you, what did you say the eight limbs what were the other ones then like what what are the foundations of yoga for anyone that doesn't know um so sorry let me just have a moment to remember because there's quite a few <laughs> um, yeah because I remember I've researched it I think I listened to a, do you follow Steffi White she does yoga yes, and she's got yes. like a gorgeous yeah. voice doesn't she and yeah. I was listening to a podcast with her and Delicious Ella, and I remember that's when I first first got into yoga I think mm-hmm. I'd done a couple of classes with my mum before but that's when I first started looking into it and that's when I actually first got into meditation and journaling and that's when I bought my first journal and I started writing down 
I think uh, this is where I started looking at the foundations of it. And there were certain ones that you need to have something to do with gratitude. If you go through them, I think you'll know it more yeah. and it'll, yeah. it'll bring it back to me. <laughs> so basically the eight limbs of yoga just describe how to reach um, your highest self. Um, so people call this loads of different things. It could be your higher power, your inspiration, enlightenment um, is different for everyone, but each of them have different practices um, which you're encouraged to follow. So the first limb um, are the yamas and this is where ahimsa comes under um, and ahimsa is compassion and kindness. Um, another sort of ethic under the yamas which links into veganism is asteya and that basically means non-stealing um, so if you think about an animal's life if you eat animals you're kind of stealing their life away from them and that's um, sort of going against the yoga ethic if that makes sense <laughs> No, yeah, it, it makes complete sense. Yeah, it's kind of coming back to me. I remember the term yammers. Yeah. yeah. But it's definitely, it's very fascinating. And I do resonate with a lot of the Buddhist culture mm. um, and Hinduism and, you know, yoga as well. I think that there's a lot of lessons to be learned from it. Yeah. I completely agree and I can tell that you're very in tune with your higher self like I can just I can just hear it in your voice I can hear like your kindness and compassion and your authenticity and just being genuine and having enthusiasm and passions to help other people coming from like your heart and like your true purpose in life rather than just to get extra followers or I don't know what in, what is an incentive for other people but yeah yeah and as I said like when I started my social media I wasn't expecting anything from it you know I I don't want to earn money I don't want to take up advertising deals for unethical brands if they don't suit my philosophy mm. um, for example there was a brand that reached out to me and they were promoting weight loss products and I just said no because that's not what I want to be an advocate for that's not yeah. what I want to you know tell my followers to do because I don't agree with it personally so mm. there's no amount of money that they could have offered me that would make me do it I get this yeah, a lot yeah. um, with like weight loss brands I get that a lot and I notice that they always offer like double the amount of like money that like yeah. my usual fee would be and they it's obviously because they know people will be attracted to the money and not look at the ethics of the brand but I yeah. I seriously think like weight loss like I don't know like weight loss drinks and like brands like that it, mm -hmm. sh it shouldn't be a thing like I really disagree with it 100%. Um, and like I feel like I don't know um going back to like an influencer post I saw I don't like attacking people but 
last year Gemma Collins posted like a sponsored thing um promoting weight loss injections and it really triggered me because I just think she's got such a big following like I don't think that should even be allowed to be promoted no and it's something that isn't sort of a soft um method of weight loss it's something that's actually being put into your body it's very invasive and if there's not enough scientific research um, or evidence that it works or it's safe, um, that could potentially put a lot of people's bodies into harm. Mm, I completely agree. And it's also psychologically so damaging because, mm. you know, I could flick past that in a heartbeat, but then I've still got that thought that people obviously are seeing weight loss as something that needs to be done and achieved, especially for women. I think it's a real like issue isn't it and Uh, I read some sorry carry on no after you sorry (laughs) I was just gonna say I read something somewhere about imagine all these industries like how much is spent like billions are spent but imagine how much we'd save if we just appreciated what we had right now in our bodies right now 100% I completely agree with you and you know ever since I was a little girl um I'd see the people around me praised for losing weight you know the first thing a person says when they see someone who's lost weight is you look good like have you been working out um you look really healthy and I don't think you can connect the way a person looks to their health and well-being at all there's no look or aesthetic for true health no I agree I think it's it's how you act isn't it I I wish people would change their Mm. perception and maybe take like detach looks to health and maybe just the way someone is I think the kinder and the more compassionate people are the healthier they are you can tell Mm -hmm. you can you can tell within their mind you can I guess you can tell within their physical appearance in a way just because they're glowing and radiant and smiling yeah. but it's it's definitely it's energy I feel mm. reflects their well-being yeah um, and when I was recovering from my eating disorder my mindset and mental health didn't improve until I stopped training for aesthetic and started training for performance to feel good um so yeah I feel that there's no such thing to a good looking healthy person yeah I completely completely agree no definitely so before we go on to the polls just wanted to ask what what was the project that you're working on and if you could tell us a little bit more, spill the tea. So I'm very excited to share this with you guys. Um, I have been, well, I'm in the process currently of opening up a wellness cafe. So I'm working with a few local entrepreneurs in Bournemouth. Um, and it's basically going to be a space um to socialize but to also encourage wellness so there's going to be a gym a studio a cafe and the whole idea is to 
educate people about nutrition. So all the menu items are going to be based on the food I do on my own Instagram. They're all going to have um, some sort of nutritional benefit for people. Um, and then the studio is going to provide a good space for classes. Um, I'm going to be teaching yoga myself. So that's very exciting. That's so exciting, yeah. It is. And there's going to be a gym as well. Wow. So, this is right I, up our street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds you guys amazing. will have to come and visit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Like all-rounded wellness. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, feel really, I feel really blessed um, to be a part of this because... I feel like it's giving me the opportunity to share my wellness with other people. So I'm going to be able to cook my own food and serve it to other people, which is crazy. Mm. Um, like everything you see me putting on Instagram, there's going to be that kind of inspiration to the menu. Um, and That's yeah, so exciting, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Thank That's, you, you've, you've done so much. It sounds well. amazing. So you've, got your, you've got your Instagram, you're doing personal training, yeah. you're a yoga instructor, you're doing nutrition. <laughs> I'm a you've busy got, You've got so many things on your plate. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, just, I'm so grateful because if you were to tell me like three years ago that I'd be where I am today, I honestly wouldn't believe you. And I'm just very grateful for everything that's come into my life. And I'm very content with my life at the moment. Um, and it's kind of just proven to myself that there are good times waiting for you, no matter how hard things get. Yeah. yeah and you're more than capable of everything you set your mind to. And all of those yeah. challenges or perceived setbacks at the beginning 100%. were just forcing you into something so much stronger. Like you're, it's shown you you're capable of doing all of these things and balancing yeah. all of these responsibilities. And then you're also helping and inspiring other women because mm. you've been through something similar. Like you yeah. can really, really relate and help to other people. Yeah. And it's very close to my heart. And I think that's what drives my passion more than anything because I'd hate to think that there are people suffering out there how I did because I know how horrible it is yeah. so I want to just do everything in my power to educate other people help other people um, and hopefully help try make the world a better place <laughs> Definitely. Even yeah. like you said, like even just if you help a handful of people, that's a handful of people you've you've potentially saved, like mentally, exactly. physically. And then, yeah, if they go on to tell a few other people as well, um, mm. or educate people on what they've learned, um, it's like a domino effect. And I yeah. really believe that that's how we tackle some of the horrible things going on in the world at the moment yeah I completely agree hmm. should we go on to the polls yes <laughs> the best part of the podcast yeah okay. so first one is this one's this one's a bit sad but it leads on from what we've just sort of spoken about is mm -hmm. have you ever bought a product influenced by diet culture yes yeah yeah, I have um, multiple actually. During my eating disorder, I felt like I was on a mission to just try everything to try and make me look 
a certain way and obviously none of them worked um but yeah i'd buy things like skinny tees um waist trainers fat metabolizing pills um all that kind of thing and it was just a waste of money thinking about it now <laughs> i don't know if i just have said, i am um, i've definitely brought like you know like when people say snacks and they've like they've got not as many calories i've definitely been influenced by stuff like that but I, I don't know if I have. See, I remember buying these apple cider vinegar tablets. Oh, oh my goodness, I did that as well. I did yeah. the shot though, and they're the most disgusting thing. <laughs> and there's actually not enough scientific research to support it. So do you know? Do you know what's really yeah. disgusting now? I'm I feel like I'm going to get judged for this. But <laughs> I used to I used to do that because I thought oh it would fat burn. But I actually started to enjoy the taste of it. So I actually I actually have okay. what I do is a little bit of apple cider vinegar with a bit of lemon as a tea. Okay. I know that is so disgusting. Maybe that's where disgusting. I went wrong. I had it with lemon and I had it as a tea. <laughs> but I still kind of drink it every now and then if I fancy it. Really? I know that's gross. I mean, if you but... enjoy it, then fair enough. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like mine's because I like the taste now. It's not not. What if like apple else. cider vinegar? Like, could you just and lemon? Lemon? No, right. no. With as a tea, so like I, I would put apple cider vinegar, a bit of lemon juice, yeah, hot water, and a tiny bit of cold water on top. Mix it. Just basically like it would be a tea for me. But wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Might get judged for that, Aaliyah. I feel like you'd like it because you do like. You say this. I have vinegar on every meal, like without fail. But I'm not the biggest fan of kombucha. Like I'll I'll drink it, but I'm not the biggest fan, and that tastes a bit like vinegar. I agree with you. Yeah, kombucha doesn't really agree with my stomach either. Yeah, so I just have to avoid it altogether. Aaliyah, you accidentally turned yourself on mute. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, I've, I've tried it the past, like, year. I've tried it more than once to see if I could get used to it, but it's not something I could easily drink. Mm. Um, yeah. In that case, stay away. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's, that's a good option. Yeah. <laughs> 55% said yes, and 45% said they haven't bought into anything from diet culture, like a product. So 50-50. I thought it'd be more people buying into it. Yeah, me too. I'm actually actually really, really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. Well, it's not good, but like, yeah. (laughs) Better than I thought. Yeah, better than expected. So I'm glad. Exercise, like therapy or a chore? Therapy. Definitely Definitely like therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Especially when you find something my mind. When I like do a workout, it's almost like my brain and like my thoughts are so cleansed. Like a, it's like a refresh, like mm-hmm. so refreshing. Like I start yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if Alia, you'll be able to resonate with this, but Neve, have you ever done a yoga class and finished in Shavasana, which is corpse pose? Yes. Yeah. That feeling yeah. you have in corpse pose is pure clearness and mm. just so relaxing Do you know what? before yeah. lockdown we I, went, I was going to this yoga class mm. and you know each yoga instructor 
gives off like a different vibe or this this one was a yeah. new one she it was like like a like a study like a, what's it what's it called when they come in and they they're, they're not the usual one basically and she okay. comes in and we were in that position and she like rubbed our forehead in this certain way with this oil it was yeah. it was really really good there's many different things you can do um for your clients when I'm teaching yoga um my personal favorite is placing a lavender weighted pillow over the eyes um and that brings some sort of comfort I can't even explain it but yeah it really is powerful especially when you're in that state of heightened awareness um it's really lovely Mm. 89% said they think it's like therapy as well so oh good (laughs) yeah I'd say like most of our like most people around us will use like workouts as like therapy and we'll all share that I feel definitely since lockdown that's like become more apparent as well Mm -hmm. and I think even if you're not fancying like a hit workout or a running workout and this is what I've noticed for me is I didn't have to do those kind of workouts to get the endorphins yeah the thing is I was overdoing it because I was if I was stressed that's what I was doing when you don't need all you don't always need that sometimes light resistance yoga bar pilates or a walk is just even walking yeah is so yeah it's about finding there's a fine line between working out for therapy and working out um and becoming stressed Um, I I don't think there is no better feeling than when you've done a workout and you feel so powerful like you just feel so powerful and strong like that feeling is like irreplaceable yeah Mm. it's like no one did this but me you know I was able to lift this yeah I was able to do this so I could get in this position and do this and I couldn't it's when you start to see small changes and you do something that you weren't able to do before and you're like wow like I've actually got better at this yeah 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 Yeah. Mm. I remember when I first like went to the gym like when I first used like the weight machines I couldn't add not a single weight like not a single weight I struggled with no weight so like when I look back on that it's like wow I've come so far yeah that's amazing yeah Mm. next one is the kind of links quite nicely yoga my thing or not for me definitely my thing (laughs) I mean it would be my thing but obviously I can't say that because I haven't got into it yet but that is something I'd love to do it will be your thing it will be (laughs) 64% said my thing so that's quite a high amount but yeah if you haven't if the 36% for you not for me I'd try different instructors before you say that you don't 100% I'd try different styles as well because yoga isn't all about you know meditation and the spirituality side of it it can just be moving your body in a way to feel good and that's all it has to be sometimes yeah nicely put I like that (laughs) next one is splits easy peasy or I can't touch my toes easy peasy for me (laughs) it never used to be it takes practice um but yeah if you're determined you know what I'm I'm on my way 
if you listened to ages ago, one of the Leas, I think it's like our second or third episode. So listen if you haven't already. I remember this. <laughs> but when we were talking about our visions and goals, Aaliyah had very serious visions and goals. Whereas there was me saying, I want to be able to do the splits. Like I'm determined to do the splits. I'm still doing my stretching. And I am getting closer. Like I've gone from three pillows. I'm now to wow. about like like a bent over bit of fabric. Like I'm not on like I've I can now take away the pillows. That's so wow. good. Going. Mm. So I can't do the splits, but I am flexible, but I can't do the splits. Like I can touch my toes. <laughs> I know it's one extreme to the other, but <laughs> it can be down to genetics as well and like your hip placement so if anyone's like really struggling like don't be disheartened because sometimes it's just the way your bone structure is yeah yeah and you can still enjoy a good old stretch without mm. getting close to anywhere like my bro- my brother he honestly he's nowhere near his toes at all like a good ruler length away from his toes he's just so inflexible Mm -hmm. but he can still have a good stretch he just does it differently he just can't touch his toes (laughs) yeah misconception with yoga is that you have to be the most flexible person it really isn't that um and when you do yoga and try and force yourself to do these poses that's when your ego comes out because that's not you listening to your body. That's not you doing what feels good. That's doing what you think other people will be impressed with, if that makes sense. Um, and it's susceptible to being influenced by other people. It's usually the part of our brain that looks for approval from other people Um the part of your brain that wants to be the best um, and it holds a lot of negative emotion so it's really important to balance out the ego and this is where mindfulness comes into play because even just noticing when your ego is coming out will help you to sort of push it aside and think more clearly hmm. yeah that's really interesting actually mm. yeah. there's a lot of research Thank into you. it I definitely <laughs> recommend like looking into it because it's very interesting I think I um, will yeah yeah I've that's really maybe maybe one it. for another day though <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the poll results what poll results gosh I said that, that made me laugh no, so much <laughs> poll results <laughs> <laughs> said easy peasy and 58% said can't touch my toes (laughs) that's actually more than I than I thought you know I know do you know back in school I could easily easily do it but yeah practice makes perfect yes do you remember remember in PE the test where you'd be sitting down with your legs out and you'd have to try and sit and reach do you remember that one yes 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 I remember that yeah that just kind of like brings me back to that traumatic memory yeah <laughs> gosh PE days all my days oh God. I remember us all like doing um round offs and stuff on the like field but we'd all yeah. have like our dresses on and we'd like do round off competitions yeah <laughs> that was me next one is meditation in the morning or evening both 
I'd um, say both as well, but I'm more of an evening yeah. just because I'm so busy, but I'd say both. Yeah, I always integrate a meditation into my morning routine. Um, I feel it just fits in well around my yoga practice or if I go for a walk, for example. Um, and then before bed, um, I'll do a bit of journaling. And then once I've quietened my mind, I'll do another meditation. Mm, yeah, see, I do, a, I do a seated one in the morning first thing like a five minute one and then I'll do a 15 to 20 minute quick writing meditation yeah. and then in the evenings where I'd either do like a nighttime journal or a like a yoga or a stretch or a yeah like a stretching meditation from the yeah. Yumi method I'll do something like that yeah. I always quite like to do um in the evening like a Pilates class um with a book and then like a little bit of meditation and then sleep but I'm trying not to go on my phone in that time so it starts from Pilates book meditation but don't go on my phone throughout all of that go straight to sleep after just so I yeah. feel a bit more refreshed that's really important actually I find that the nights where I'm on my phone a little bit later than usual I don't have as good quality as sleep so yes agreed very important to... yeah. yeah I am um, yeah. I've had that all week this week because I've just had like my to-do list is just so busy so I've been working till late on my laptop and phone and I've noticed my sleep quality this week has just been awful like I'm exhausted so yeah routine is definitely important like yeah once you get into a routine when you do those things it's like a cue for your brain to start shutting down yeah and so that's why it's easier to sleep yeah yeah agreed and it's also something to do with like the blue light on the screen, isn't it? Like the blue light that pre comes from your screen prevents you from sleeping. Yeah. So funny you ask this. Um, I was speaking to my opticians not too long ago and I was asking a blue about blue light and he said blue light's a myth. And I was like, really? Oh, I I've heard yeah. that. Wow. Like, yeah. I, see it. I see it all over social media. And he was like, yeah, it's a marketing technique for all of these um, blue light glasses brands. Wow. But I was like, how come How come I feel more awake when I'm on my phone then? And yeah. he said, it's purely just the light. So okay. you have glasses in your brain. And when it's exposed to light, um, it it's unable to release um, melatonin into the body, which is um the hormone that gets you ready for sleep um hence why when it's dark um you you're more tired so yeah, yeah I was so surprised when he said that because you see it everywhere don't you yeah, yeah that makes so much sense to me I did psychology um in college and like so we yeah. learned all about melatonin and that and that links so well like now thinking about it I've just had like a brainwave and that links so well that's more to do with the light yeah wow so interesting yeah next one peanut butter love it or hate it I'll let you girls guess this one <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have I have to be in the mood for it like I'm not like obsessed with it I don't not like it but I have to be in the mood for it but I do prefer almond butter see I won't <laughs> lie I actually hate it peanut butter it's the oh, like goodness. I'm so sorry Amy I don't want to offend you but it's okay. I just don't worry. It. 
I'm just crying in the corner right now. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> like I can even taste it in like if it's in a recipe, I'm like, oh, I can't. But you know what it is? I think it's when I, I remember this experience so well. I must have been seven or eight and mm-hmm. I had satay chicken. Ew, I know I used to eat chicken, it's gross. <laughs> I had satay chicken on Christmas Eve and I ate so much and I had food poisoning the next day or on Christmas day and I was in bed the entire day and I was so sick and I just can't I haven't eaten peanut butter since I do love peanut butter with porridge I have to say and peanut butter with apples oh my god wow yeah I just have it with almond butter so I have the exact same but almond butter and porridge and almond butter in with apples and banana I love almond butter and like smoothie bowls or smoothies Mm. yeah I do rate almond butter as well have you guys tried cashew butter no but I really want to that is another one to definitely try like have you tried hazelnut yes Mm. and it's basically like Nutella you put a bit of cacao powder with it because I've made I've made like homemade Nutella before Wow. Um, and it's basically just roasted hazelnuts um, in a blender with some cacao and a splash of oil. It's so simple. Mm. Um, and it just tastes like Nutella and even better, it's vegan. So definitely one to try. <laughs> wow. Delicious. Mm. What was the poll results? Oh, 66% said love it. So... Mm. Wow. 66. Yeah. I am actually surprised. I thought I was in the minority not liking peanut butter because my entire Mm -hmm. family love peanut butter, have it on everything. They get Yeah, my my family do too. A week. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Crunchy smooth. Who's taking the peanut butter? I'm like, it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next one is are the people you surround yourself with positive minded? Yes. Happy vibes or not always so the people I choose to surround myself with are usually of um a like-minded headset um however the people I'm sort of exposed to I feel are maybe not on the same energy level as I am um which can be difficult but it doesn't mean that I can't have a good time with them so yeah that's a cool question I definitely have different groups of friends I was actually saying this to my boyfriend today I have very like-minded people that I've definitely met from doing the podcast and like Neve obviously then I have then I have like my friends that I just I just click with we get along we have a good time like my Mm -hmm. like my best like my my girl group like yeah they're just like my soul sisters like although we're not like-minded in all areas we click although we are quite similar I'd say but, um, yeah, I'd say the people we surround ourselves with are very into the meditations, law of attraction, that kind of vibes. I yeah, feel yeah. that, well, the whole principle of law of attraction is that you attract what you put out. So yeah. I'm not surprised that you're good friends with like minded people. Mm. Yeah. Although that being said, the people we were used to be friends with were not into law of attraction at all which is really unusual because mm. I was almost so passionate about it then Aaliyah was reading yeah. up about it as well so it is funny but then eventually I guess that's where you drift and then you meet your people so yeah. I do think if anyone's in the boat where they're you know the 39% said 
the 39% that said they are not always surrounded by positive minded people know that maybe your people are just around the corner you've got to keep that yeah. positive mindset yeah. and they will yeah. come yeah it's important I to f- remember there's no time set you know yeah. it'll come when it needs to come yeah although like I feel like it's good to attract like like law of attraction like obviously I I really resonate with people that we've met from this podcast I think mm-hmm. it is good to have like different groups of friends as well like I said I've got this like yeah. like community yeah. in the podcast I've got like my girls like this my, like I said like my girl group and then I also have like my friends from like my Instagram like my Instagram friends I get along with them really well because we all have similar jobs and we all like understand each other like they're not all into law of attraction and all that but mm-hmm. I don't know like we all like get along like it's I said you don't have to just be friends with like-minded people it shouldn't stop you from having different kinds of friends so I'd say I have good friends which I can have a really fun time with we'll do like nights out or days out um and we just get on very well and click um and then I have friends which share very much the same beliefs as me um we have perhaps a deeper mindset of some things um and we can talk about stuff like law of attraction we can discuss our meditations with each other um and it's nice to have that relation with someone but just because you don't have that relationship with someone it doesn't mean that they can't be your friend either yeah definitely completely agree completely agree right we've got some questions before we do the this or that for your food so okay question someone has sent in is can you become flexible if you're really inflexible and can yeah can you improve your flexibility basically a hundred percent um as long as you practice regularly um and really commit you know have a motivation to want to do it you will get so the next one is do you meditate and if so how often and what platform do you use um yeah so as I said I will do a meditation in the morning and a meditation before bed that's just minimum so in the day if I feel a little bit overwhelmed I'll do another one um But I'll either do a self-practice meditation. So I'll either just sit down, close my eyes, or maybe I'll light a candle or some incense, maybe um, diffuse some essential oils and do a meditation. Um, Or I use the app Calm. um, And I found, especially for when I was beginning my meditation, um my meditation journey sorry it was a really good place to start I love the calm platform I used to have it when I was younger as well younger younger like because I am I've always had like anxiety and when I was at school even like early stages of school I had the calm app it was amazing and it's just like it's so good to see the platform grow so many people know about it now but yeah I love that it's my favorite one out there personally yeah, I love Calm and I also love Headspace. Mm. Then too. Yeah, I love that one too, actually. Yeah. yeah. 
Next one is, what is your fave vegan? <laughs> what is your favorite vegan chocolate? Oh my goodness, this is a hard question. It depends what I fancy on the day. I don't know if you guys have seen my stories recently, but I've been on like a mission to find the best vegan chocolate and I've literally tried so many. But I'd say if I could narrow it down to three of my favorite brands, um, Prodigy Chocolate um, is definitely one of my favorites. I find that chocolate really like creamy. Um, Buttermilk UK, a go-to as well. They do these like salted caramel cups. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're just heaven. Um, and Pico um, is a really good brand. You can get them. I've tried them. Oh my God, Pico chocolates. Oh, yeah. So they do loads of different flavors as well. So they've got like a coconut milk one, a hazelnut milk. Um, they do a salted caramel flavor. So there's loads to choose from. Wow. I also I love Tony's. Oh my Is goodness. I forgot about Tony's. <laughs> yeah, I love Tony's chocolate. Mm. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next one is what has been the most liberating about overcoming your eating disorder? Oh, that's a good question. It's a big one. <laughs> it is a big question. And I feel like I could speak for an hour just about this question. <laughs> but if I could narrow it down, the most liberating thing for me is to be able to go out with friends or with family, to have a meal somewhere and not worry about what I'm eating to just be able to purely enjoy the moment enjoy the food um, the atmosphere with the people that I love um, and yeah I'm really grateful to have that back I love yeah. that no that must mm. be just amazing yeah mm. we've got one last question which is a bit more light-hearted what is your all-time favorite porridge topping oh, sorry <laughs> just one um, I think I'm gonna have to say peanut butter yeah I'm just mm -hmm. obsessed I'll have I'll spoon peanut butter out of the jar to be honest <laughs> That's how much I love it um but yeah it adds a really nice flavor and thickness to it so yeah that's my go-to Mm. okay so on to the this or that before we end on our mantra of the week mm -hmm. we've asked everyone to rate like to pick which out of your smoothie bowls and porridges that they would pick so we've Ooh. got the blue spirulina versus the acai berry okay. and the acai berry one 69 percent which I'm kind of surprised about. I thought the blue I'm might surprised. blue spirulina might have won. Yeah. But then you know what? I wouldn't know what I'd pick. This is this is the situation where I'd go to like a cafe and they'd have both of these on and I wouldn't yes. know. Like I'd yeah. rather... if, you, like, if you come down to rise, I'll just do you a half and half smoothie bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, that's I, what I need. I put the SIE. I was just looking back at what I put. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think I put a, a sigh bowl, but you know what? I'm looking at that blue one thinking that's quite, that looks nice. Yeah. It tastes just like ice cream, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like that nice cream. That That's yeah. a trend recently, isn't it? And I yeah. do like that idea. The, yeah. But that being said, if you fancy ice cream, you've got to follow your intuition and get that ice cream. Oh, yeah. So don't yeah. be forced into an ice cream. But <laughs> yeah. at the same time, a smoothie bowl is delicious. Yeah. Don't Sometimes I do it. just crave like a smoothie bowl, though. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, no, I get that. It's so, it's like refreshing. It is. Mm. I do love mm. it. Next one is your matcha oats versus your the peanut butter with the banana oats Ooh. with the chia seeds i said matcha anything matcha mm. chef's kiss the banana and wow. the peanut butter oh so 35% said matcha you know what i think it's because matcha if you don't do it right can be really gross quite earthy can't it <laughs> yeah. yeah i've had a bad matcha experience before and i had to keep trying it because everyone was like you've got to keep trying it yeah so. if you want a really good matcha recipe this is my absolute go-to this is what I have every morning oh yes so I will put a teaspoon of matcha into a latte glass mm. um, I'll whisk that with some hot water just to dilute it and then I'll heat up and froth up some soya milk okay um, I'll put some. Have you heard of the My Protein vanilla flavor? Yes, flavors? I yeah. have them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love my protein. Vanilla flavor drops with the matcha goes so well. Okay, so. that's what I need because I've me and Aaliyah have had this debate so many times. I can't get the matcha quite right. Yeah, I, I only enjoy it if I like it. But I haven't mm. tried soya milk, so maybe that's what I try. I tried. Almond. I like coconut milk the best of mine. Yeah, coconut milk goes so well with it as well. So yeah. okay. I've tried yeah. almond and oat, not coconut yet. So maybe I'll try the soya, the coconut, and I need to get myself some more drops because I ran out a while ago and I never repurchased. Oh, yeah. You do so get back on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The final one is, and I am so surprised about this and I'm not happy about it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but there was a stack you've got a stack of pancakes. And it was the cacao and peanut butter ones on top, or your matcha cereal. Like you made pancakes into a cereal with blueberries and fruit and matcha. And 78% said the pancake stack. Like, I just don't really see the, like, how amazing does a bowl, like a cereal (laughs) of pancakes? In I'm not going to lie, I said the pancake stack because I thought they looked wow. I mean, the pancake stack does look a 10 out of 10 amazing, but a bowl of cereal pancakes, like, uh, that just, just sounds so nice. <laughs> Pardon? You just have to have one of each. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. No. <laughs> 22%. Oh. So, should we end on our munches of the week? Yes. Yeah. I'd love to hear them. Yeah. Have you got a mantra, Amy? Um, so I have different mantras for different days. Um, I usually do an affirmation as a mantra and I'll repeat that um during a portion of my yoga practice. 
Um, but for example, today's mantra was, I am attracting success. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and you are. So to our listeners, <laughs> you're attracting success. Yeah. Yeah, and that is so true. Yeah, you are. Absolutely smashing it. Thank you. <laughs> Aaliyah, do you want to go first? Yeah, let me just get it up. Um, mine's a bit of a different one to what I usually go for. Mm, um, go for it. You are the artist of your own life. Don't hand the paintbrush to anyone else. Oh, wow. I love, love it. it. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. Stood out to me today mm. when I read it. <laughs> okay. Mine is, the sunrise, of course, doesn't care if we watch it or not. It will keep on being beautiful, even if no one bothers to look at it. Yeah. Wow. you just got to shine. So Be relevant. yourself. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Do you love that? Neve, we ended on a really good one for you today. Wow. <laughs> you say it like I do rubbish, but <laughs> no, that oh, well was like done, Neve. You that was exceptional for once. <laughs> that was exceptional. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> New word. Exceptional. Exceptional. What a great vibe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for coming. Yeah, thank on, you. Thank you for so having nice. me. It's a pleasure to speak to you girls. I've really loved it. So, it will help right. so many people like honestly spread the message and really yeah, yeah inspire and educate other women and also for them to know that they're not alone and if you want to find a space where you can you know ground yourself align you can head over to amy's instagram we'll pop it all in the show notes and also we'll create pop it pop it on our guide on instagram as well Gosh, I can't get my words out. <laughs> I feel like we're, I've had moments like that all today. <laughs> Not working. Keep stuttering. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure. Thank you.